The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. At 6.30, 6.30, or you can give us a shout at 496-0063. Still to come on the show today, of course, Eileen will keep you up to date on uh, the news about uh, Ancana heading down to the U.S., moving from Calgary as well as uh, Alberta, easing the production limits on oil companies prepared to ship more of their product by rail. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep you updated on that. The news out of B.C. talking about daylight saving time, lots of stuff today, but also want to focus on on Halloween and, and maybe some of that paranormal things. It's that one day of the year that we can actually do this. We will be talking with a paranormal investigator a little bit later on. We'll talk uh, about the science of fear as well. Nadine Bailey, we'll talk to her in just a couple of moments right now, though. I asked you for your ghost stories. Your stories are something that you can't quite explain, and the phone lines lit up. Bill's been holding. Hi, Bill. What's your story? Hi, Bill. Hey. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, this is uh, a bit of a different story here. When I was just a young man, I joined the armed forces very early. When I was 18 years old, they sent me over to Germany for a four-year tour. Um, I was only there for about three months, and then on November of 1975, they selected a small contingent of us of about 50 to go to Vimy Ridge and perform an honor guard. Oh, my gosh. So we were formed up. It was sort of a hollow square. We're on the backside of the, yep. of the monument, which I know you're familiar with. Yep. Um, we were formed up in a bit of a hollow square. We were facing a small contingent of French soldiers uh, on the other side of us. Um, they gave us the, uh, they put us in the present arms. We had our weapons with us. Put us in the present arms so that we could be in that position when they played the last post. Yes. Uh, I was a bit of a tall fella, and they put me in the front rank because I was the right marker. And as the last post started to play while I'm at attention with my standing rigid with my weapon in front of my body. Somebody put their hand oh. on my shoulder <laughs> and gave me a squeeze. It wasn't the guy behind me. We were in the open in the open order. He was three paces behind me. For one thing and for another thing, he also was at the present arms. It wasn't the guy to my right, because that's the sergeant major. That's not something he would do. No. To. Somebody put their hand on my shoulder, my right shoulder, and gave my shoulder a squeeze. Oh, Bill, I don't know. I'm not scared that. I have tears in my eyes. It was... What a moment. Yeah, something... I don't know how to describe it. Um, Wow. I've been back to Vimy Ridge uh, as a civilian three times since then. And I I always go to that spot, and I get chills up my spine every time I go. Oh, wow. What a story. What a powerful moment, Bill. I'm thank sp- you very much. I'm speechless. Bill, thank you for sharing. Oh, my goodness. And you can tell that, Bill, that has a, that had a huge impact on him as well. Wow. What a story. Again, let me know. Let me know your stories. I have... One that I'll tell you a little bit later on that involves uh, involves my niece right now, though... 
Edmonton is home to many tales from the beyond and one of the keepers of those ghost stories is Nadine Bailey. Nadine is a producer, a writer and professional storyteller with Discovery Channel and she is the human behind Edmonton Ghost Tours and Nadine joins us now. Hi Nadine. Oh hi everyone. Happy Halloween. Oh my gosh. Did you hear that story from Bill? That was a great story, amazing story, chills down my spine. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so, I mean, this is something that is a part of your world. This is something that, you know, especially, well, obviously this time of year, you think about it um, more often because you're very, very busy with it. But throughout the year, as a part of your job, I mean, your, your job is collecting these stories and knowing these stories, Nadine. How haunted is Edmonton? Well, you know, Edmonton is a really haunted city. I mean, we have about a really good 150 years to work with, but, you know, a ghost story doesn't have to be 100 years old to be effective and be entertaining. I mean, there's many stories that I talk about on the ghost tours that go back, you know, 20, 30 years ago. So it's really taking that story and making it entertaining for everybody. And if it's relative and they can attach it to a building or something that's there right now, like a restaurant, it really helps bring that story to life. So it's, you know, it's a really haunted city. So these stories um, that you tell that uh, that are a part of Edmonton Ghost Tours, are, are they stories that you've been told about and you research? Are they firsthand accounts? How, how do you get them all together? How do you know about them? Well, I always tell people when I start any of the mini tours that we offer that all the stories I talk about are true. They're stories that, you know, I spend, you know, I spent years, you know, going through the archives and digging them out from, from old newspaper articles and, you know, books that people have written and, you know, the things that I've searched and I've dug for. Um, but a lot of my best stories actually come come to me for the people who live and work in the very area where I tell these stories. And over the years, that's the great thing about doing these tours, is that guaranteed every night I will get a couple of stories of people who, who will say, you know, I worked here, I lived here, I grew up in this area. This is what I know. And example was yesterday, I was doing a private tour at the University of Alberta. Mm. Um, I walked away with seven new stories Come just on. from staff who work in the U of A area. So that's always my, my best way to get those stories. Well, you know what? Let's start then with the with the U of A because there's a lot of stories uh, around the the university. Um, which one? Which one is is your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Oh my God! All of the U of A stories are just so great. You know, the the U of A uh, ghost tour that I do came about by complete fluke many years ago. I was hired by the U of A to do sort of a a historical walk for new students coming in in September. And then when I did the research, I realized that there were so many great ghost stories, but really funny, fascinating stories about the U of A that I threw into a tour. I've been doing it ever since. And, you know, it's a really popular event. Um, but, you know, I, I have to say one of my favorite stories uh, goes back to Pembina Hall. Yeah. Now, Pembina Hall was one of the first buildings built on campus. You know, that's originally where a lot of the classes started. Um, and Pembina Hall had been used for many different things over the years. It had been used during World War One and World War Two, with its two sister buildings, Athabasca Hall and Assiniboine Hall. And it had been used for soldiers to stay in until, of course, Sally, they were sent overseas to war. Um, but it was also used as a hospital and a quarantine building. Hmm. And it was used, Pembina Hall was used as a hospital uh, during the Spanish flu, the influenza outbreak that happened in Alberta, happened in Canada uh, from 1916 to about 1918. 
And, you know, there's many stories, you know, when I did the research of, of people going into the hospital, um, you know, and getting better. But then there's a lot of those stories of people who didn't survive the Spanish flu. Um, here in Alberta, it's estimated that close to 4,000 people died during the Spanish mm-hmm. flu back in the day. Um, now, I've spent at Pembroke Hall today, of course, it's an academic institution. But a couple of my friends, of my really good girlfriends, work there. And to this day, it's well talked about how many of the spirits are still roaming throughout Pembina Hall. One of the stories is of a soldier and a nurse who met during the Spanish flu. The nurse was, was trying to nurse the soldier back to life, you know, after he had those sick with the Spanish flu. But sadly, he died from the Spanish flu at the hospital. The nurse then in turn got sick. And their love story is still one that's talked about at the U of A today because their spirits are still seen wandering through the hall always at Pembina Hall. And there's so many other wonderful stories about Pembina Hall going back to the Spanish flu, uh, bodies that were never collected, that were held in the basement. Um, and it's just a fascinating, the whole U of A is a fascinating subject. There's a, there's a story about a little boy at Rutherford House. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what there is, is. What is that one? Well, you know, the Rutherford House, wonderful historical building. It's a living museum. And for all the research that I've done, I know that there's no child that ever died at that house. So for all the years when, you know, I've been doing tours there, we're always trying to figure out, hey, where did this little boy come from? Um, about seven or eight years ago, um, I used to partner with uh, the Rutherford House um, to do these wonderful events inside during the Halloween season. Uh, this was when it, there were, it, was, it was a different board at the time, and mm-hmm. we used to do these wonderful events. And I had brought in a local psychic, somebody that I work with that I use on my events. And we were trying to figure out where these stories were coming from because all the staff had been telling me, you know, they had seen and heard this little boy running around, heard his footsteps upstairs. And the psychic believed that that young boy's spirit was somehow attached to a massive chest of drawers that was brought into the home when it was turned into a living museum back in the 80s. And that's how that boy's spirit is now in the house that's still roaming throughout the home to this day. Um, just a couple of weeks ago, actually, I had a former volunteer at the Rutherford House on one of my tours, again, told me her own personal accounts, how when she had been working there many times, she'd hear the little sounds of a child running throughout the hardwood floor on the second floor. Uh, one time she mentioned that she had been in the bedroom where this chest of drawers is that the boy's spirit is attached to. She had been putting a box on the bed. She looked in the mirror that was on the bureau, and in the reflection standing right behind her, she could see a young boy aged eight or nine, dressed in 1930s attire, just staring at her. Oh, my gosh. She put the box on the bed, backed out of the room, and refused to go to the second floor anymore for the rest of the season. So, Nadine, were, were they able to track down any more information about that big chest of drawers? Where they got, were they able to find out anything else? Not that I'm aware okay. of. Um, you know, the Rutherford House, they're, they're not too... Unfortunately, they don't like to talk about the stories <laughs> at the Rutherford House. Uh, it's a different board there now, so they don't really like to talk about it too much. But, you know, I get a lot of people on the tours who have worked there over the years. Uh, I had some some people on the U of that private tour I did yesterday yeah. who used to work there. And again, told me very similar stories and some other odd things about one night the lady said that she was leaving and locking up. They had gone downstairs. She had latched all the bolts on the doors. She was getting ready to leave. And she heard this massive banging, clanging and banging. 
you know, was, you know, scared out of her wits, went downstairs to that back little entrance, and all the doors had been unlocked, unbolted, the basement <laughs> door was completely wide open. Um, and these are the stories that people tell me, you know, when they come on my tours, and this is how I get these first-hand account stories that I'm able to add to my events. And, and really and really adds the, to the atmosphere of the evening. So, I mean, the Rutherford House, Rutherford House, it's a great building. It's yeah. a wonderful historical building. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things where if you go in there, they, they might tell you some of their stories. They might. But, <laughs> and that's, and that's yeah, totally cool. okay. It's a wonderful building. It's an absolutely wonderful museum. Um, but, you know, the, sometimes you get, you get talking to certain staff that work there, and they will tell you their own ghost stories as well. So, Nadina, question for, for you. Um, do, do you believe the, in these stories or you are a collector of the story and the storyteller as well? Like, you, you know? Yeah, probably a bit of both. You yeah. know, but both. You know, I love collecting stories. I've been researching writing these stories for, oh my God, over 13 years. Um, I'm a, an actor by trade, a writer by trade. And this is just something that originally started for me many, many years ago as a small business. Yeah. And it really has grown into something that I'm so proud of. Um, I've got, we've got over eight different tours happening now. We're going to be offering some over the Halloween season and again over the winter season. We're expanding next uh, next summer season, so it's it's really exciting. Um, but the stories, I have to say, like everybody else, I'm a skeptic. I want to see the proof. Yeah. I want to I see that. I want to see that proof. I want to see what's happening. But you know, the 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 amount of stories that have been told. Um, they just, you know, they make you want to believe, and well, I love collecting them, and and I, I love working with different networks to to bring these stories to life. And the similarities too, when you start hearing kind of the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again from different people with no connection. Nadine Bailey joining me this afternoon. She is uh, behind Edmonton Ghost Tours. You can check out the website EdmontonGhostTours.com. Nadine, I have to take a quick break here. Can you hold the line when we come back? I want to talk about Old Strathcona because boy, oh boy, we know there's a lot of stuff that goes on there on a on a daily basis but when it comes to ghost stories it is a busy place as well isn't it it is very haunted place it's a great place to, to hear some wonderful stories okay let's hear some of those right when we come back This, this movie. Uh, okay, it's uh, Halloween. So we're having some fun talking ghost stories. Um, we're talking about uh, paranormal. We'll talk about the science of fear on the show uh, today. And we're chatting the last little bit with Nadine ba- Bailey, and she is behind Edmonton Ghost Tours. And uh, one of the popular tours is, of course, Old Strathcona. Um, and as Nadine said, just as we are going to break, it is quite haunted. Nadine, once again, I'm going to put you on the spot and, and ask for uh, one of your favorite stories. You know, I, I look at, you know, I've, I've read and heard stories about Strathcona Hotel. A lot of the theaters in the area have stories. It's a busy place. You know, it's a great place. I love Old Strathcona. It's such a wonderfully historically spot. It's a very haunted spot. Um, you know, I always say, you know, at the beginning of the tour, some of the strangest things are sometimes the things in the area. Um, but it's, it's a very haunted spot, yes. Uh, okay, so let's pick one. Um, Strathcona Hotel. 
Oh my gosh, such a great hotel. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, I love that spot. You know, it goes back, of course, the building itself was built in 1891, one of the original, still one of the most historical wood frame buildings on the south side. Now, the story, and I don't want to give it away to everybody because okay. I want them to come on the tour, yep. but the story at the Strathcona Hotel right now is there is a woman often described as having long, dark, curly hair that is still seen wandering through the hotel's hallways on a nightly basis. Mm. When the staff see this woman, staff see this woman, it often appears as if she's just dripping in blood, and all they can ever hear her say is, where is my head? Ugh. But as quickly as they see her in the hotel hallways, she then just vanishes. Wow. Okay. And just before we leave, Sarah texted in and she said uh, she wanted me to ask you, is the Dominion, the old Dominion Hotel, is it is it haunted? It is very haunted. We actually talk about the Dominion Hotel on uh, the haunted pub tours that we do. Um, and that, of course, is a great old historic hotel. Goes back again. That building was originally built in 1903. Um, very historical building. Uh, lots of great little shops in there. Uh, but that does have a story of a prostitute that is still seen standing on the very top balcony in the nighttime when people are walking by. It, it was originally like an, uh, uh, it wasn't it one of Edmonton's like first brothels? It, back in the day, yeah. there was a bit of a brothel that happened there. Uh, back in the day, there was uh, um, there was something on the third floor. You had a lot of people coming to town for the gold <laughs> rush. And, of course, you know, we got a lot of young men in town in the early yeah. 1800s. They're staying in the cheap hotels. All the hotels have saloons. Then, of course, what, what comes next? Yeah, the brothels. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so many different tours. Of course, there's the pub tour at South Kona. There's um, the, the U of A. Nadine, um, right now, I know this is a really busy season for you. Are y'all filled up? Can people still um, catch a tour with you over the next few days? I, they absolutely can. The tours and goes. Uh, the tours are going to be running until November third. So all this weekend, we have ghost tours in Old Strathcona every single night at seven o'clock all outside and walking so dress for the weather yeah we have the u of a history and haunted walk happening at 9 p.m this friday saturday and sunday and tonight is the last night of the haunted trolley tour we uh, i rent out the trolley and we go across the high level bridge and we stop in, in the center of the bridge and i tell some very unique and unheard stories of the edmonton area um, there's only four spots left on that trolley ride tonight, so if you want to get in, get to the website, Evan and Ghost Tours, book the ticket now. Uh, we do talk about some unique stories, and we talk about on the trolley ride, Edmonton's first serial killer going back to 1918. Oh my gosh, Nadine Bailey joining us this afternoon. The website again, edmontonghosttours.com. Nadine, thanks for this. I appreciate your time on a on a busy day for you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you so much. Happy Halloween. Yeah, you too, Nadine Bailey again, edmontonghosttours.com. Your stories at 6.30, 6.30. Thank you for sharing them. I appreciate the ones that have come in already. We'll get to some more of them. When we come back, the science of fear. We'll explore that.